Warning, the following podcast contains Scottish people and as a result, they will potentially use offensive language in their discussions. So don't be a and turn it up. Welcome to the ICW Fans Podcast. This episode features Craig Anthony. children over the age of 18 this is the icw fans podcast i am one of your hosts kirsten i'm here today with craig alan hello kellyanne's in the corner without a mic hi and who who else do we have with us today we have someone who has just recently returned to icw and someone who has got our previous guest um kez evans in his sights and is a part of the main event at the upcoming fear and loathing he is the natural Craig Anthony. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for taking the time to come and have a chat with us. It's good to have you here um, as part of the ongoing new hybrid era. Aye, a couple of show. different ways of doing it. Also doing the video stuff now, Breaking Grounds, Asylum, got those ones as well. So yep. it's good to get back to just sitting here hunched over a desk like a wee gremlin. He is, in fact, hunched over like a little gunner. Wouldn't change it, though. Wouldn't Craig is it. in the corner. <laughs> Craigo. And this is going to get confusing, I know, I know. We've got Craigo in the corner, we've got Craig Anthony relaxing on the couch. <laughs> As it should be. Craigo yeah, I'd rather corner. be here than hunched in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I've got back boots. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see part two, Craig. <laughs> Anyway, anyway start as we mean to go on. A question that we always ask to every guest that comes on. Who or what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Uh, well, um, probably harkens back to just the Attitude Era in general. That's what I grew up with, so that's what I came through with, watching on TV. I'm sure most people of my generation did. Um Probably like Stone Cold Steve Austin was my favourite wrestler ever, period, full right. stop. Right. Um, close second, probably Shawn Michaels. They were kind of around in the same period. Um, but yeah, I, I watched wrestling since I was a kid. I'm, I'm the youngest of five brothers. Right. So okay. I had all their like VHS tapes that were all like piled behind the TV and yeah, it was all like... Up, right? uh, yeah. <laughs> that must have so, been like, a mental house. It was... My, my <laughs> mum was uh, tormented, to be I sure. There was lots of, lots of nose... <laughs> Busted noses uh-huh. and broken windows and, <laughs> and all that. So, but you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm sure we gave us some happy memories as well. <laughs> but um, but no, I was I was a crazy house. But uh, they all had their old like WWF like videotapes and all that. So I would stick them on when I was a wee guy, watch those. And that's when I fell in love with it. Um, so that like obviously as a wee guy, you always if you're a fan of wrestling, you want to be a wrestler. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but it didn't become a reality for me until um, I was in my 20s. Uh, 
had just like finished uni. I was out kind of doing the acting thing, and then randomly, uh, I bumped into Robin. You'll know Robin from ICW. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from my hometown. Um, so I have to, she would probably shout at me if I didn't give her credit, some sort of credit <laughs> for kind of getting me in the door. Uh, she shouts at me anyway for everything. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I met her randomly at a, a, a New Year's Eve party, and she was like talking to me, and she knows I like love the wrestling. She's like, you ever thought about doing it? And uh, I was like, I yeah, obviously like I would love to, but it didn't seem like it was an option at the time. And then she's like, I know a guy. I know a guy. Knows a guy who's got training school. I can put you in touch. And uh, and I said, I let's do it. Pretty much the rest is history. Went and started training. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, that's how they kept the natural thing kind of came about as well. Because when I first oh, started training, slides, I was just uh, I was like a duck to water. I was pretty good from the go. <laughs> so. Uh, the natural just became a thing from the get-go. Awesome. So that's okay. a, that's the kind of long-winded story I have started. Love it. It's really all thanks to Robin. A, a little bit. A I, I'll, give her a, I'll give her a small piece of credit. <laughs> small, that's what she deserves. I know. <laughs> Craig, this is going to go much, much longer because for the first time in I don't know how many guests, someone grew up with Attitude Era. <laughs> they didn't grow up with Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, do I know, man. Do, do you know, know how many like, questions I've now got in my head for oh, this? It's stick, so funny. Because someone bring me a pillow. Because <laughs> like you, like when you're in like backstage, you know that like, because even though like I'm part of this like kind of new kind of yeah, generation, yeah. ICW and all that, I'm actually quite a bit older than like a lot of the people who are coming through. Do you know what I mean? Because um, I started, I started a bit later, like wrestling. Yeah. I was 27 when I started wrestling. Right. Okay. Um, even though Billy on commentary was still same in my my mid to late 20s so I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, just I'll just keep so so I, I'll take that as a compliment from him but I a lot of the guys are younger and you don't realise like do you know what I mean because I'm just coming through with these guys aye yeah how, how, I'm going to ask so many of my questions oh. now. Uh, <laughs> how good was that, actually? Oh. When you look back at when you when you're a kid and you look at it then and you think it's great and you you look back as an adult like with me, it's like look back and I go used to running but going suck it, suck it. No, I was like, you can't <laughs> say that. How no man? A Billy Gunn says it, but it means something different in America and it does here. All right, and the one thing that keeps reminding me is I had the old Road Dog T-shirt, um, and I still remember it. I wore it at M and D Strathclyde Park. <laughs> and it was doing it in a doghouse in the front, and then when you walk past people, look at the back, and you turn and look at them, and they would say it, doggy style. Aye, I thought aye. Aye. You know what I mean? You don't know about that. I mean, fourteen, like, my new road dog teeth, <laughs> and then you look back and you go, "Wow, aye, <laughs> aye. my parents let me wear this." Yeah, the nineties was a different time, man. You can't get away with that now. I know. Nah. Well, well, you've got scissoring now, don't you? And AEW. Well, that's true. So. Oh, who, who Billy Gunn's involved with again? Aye, so there you go. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's crazy when you look back at it now and you're like... Because it didn't actually last that long as well. It was only like a few aye, years. Yes. Aye, aye. aye. You actually start researching, it didn't actually last very, very long and aye. everything used to do. But it was just... The 316 promo was really the start of it, to be aye, honest. Aye. Aye. Actually, oh, no, 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 it's fine. There's a, there's a question, a question and I think it's going to be quite interesting. Aye, aye. Um, about a part in history, which we'll... We'll, no, get we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm just so excited that somebody actually grew up with attitude era. <laughs> no offence to yeah. anybody else, but you know, attitude. But you messed up. You're feeling old. You're feeling your age. I'm. I'm, I'm a bit. Hey, come on. You know me. I'm nostalgic. <laughs> childhood. I'm going to interject and stop all age chat right now. Thank you. <laughs> Move on. Oh, you're fifty, aren't you? Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
absolutely not 50. Did Hulk Hogan wear the red and yellow when you used to watch it, or was this before that? I'm, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm just going to say piss Hulk off. Hogan was probably still running about that time. Hulk Hogan still had hair. I'm just, I'm just going to answer with piss off and let's carry on asking questions. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's going to come back up shortly. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Another question we always ask, um, which is always great for the new people that's coming in and things like that. What advice would you give to someone who's looking to become a professional wrestler? Um, if I wish I had the opportunity, or someone had said to me when I was younger, if you if you want to do it, do it. Oh, yeah. Obviously, when we were younger, like. There wasn't as many training schools and all that. Now yeah. there's loads. Um, so there is like so many more avenues into it than there was when I was kind of growing up. Do you know, I didn't even think becoming a wrestler was a real thing that yeah. you could do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, obviously, the British scene was kind of dead on its ass, and then obviously there was a big re- kind of oh. revolution, and then it came back, and ICW was one of the front runners for that. Um, and then you know schools started popping up, uh, and it was kind of more welcome and kind of an inclusive place I think whereas before like they'd break you in the, the old school hard way and all that yeah. and you could only get in if you knew somebody that knew somebody and so there's a lot more opportunity now so if you want to do it do it while you're young because uh, I wish I started because I, I was talking about age I'm starting to feel my age now with all this stuff I do I'm like oh maybe I should stop doing all those flips man my knees are uh, are uh, feeling it <laughs> exactly I know just strap them up they're held together with it Um so I find a good school, man, a reputable school. Um, should do your own research and choose who you think yeah. is a good school. I'm not going to put anyone over or bury anybody because there's been enough of that on Twitter getting people hate. So, lovely place. It is a fucking cesspit. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I We've got um, I was going to say, oh. an, anti-Twitter, Craig. Uh, I've, I mean, I've, I've got it, but I just literally just share graphics and fucking yeah. like stuff about matches and all that that's uh-huh. what all i use it for there's no opinions of mine there's no arguing there's no this or that the only thing well apart from it, it's gonna be kerry's evans i'll, I'll don't yeah, we'll i don't yeah, don't yeah. mind burying him on twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no, that, it's, always, it's always a nice question to ask especially uh, for as you say you're coming up with the young and up-and-coming talent and things like that it's always good to sort of hear from somebody like yourself it's been in it a wee while and Things like that. Even Kez, Kez did give it some good information as well. Yeah. As much as... Well, Kez was good. He was a nice guy. Kez was good. I, need to, I don't believe a, a fucking word though. He's an arsehole. I took a twist near the end, but, you know, Kez was good with us. Well, he made a nice, nice afternoon then... No. Nobody has a nice afternoon with Kez. No, no, I, no, I don't no, believe no, it. Genuinely, do you know, well. it was. It was nice with us, but then I think at the, the, the end we pissed him off and <laughs> we'd no. seen the side of Kez that... That I've seen. You're dealing with <laughs> that I've been dealing with for uh, um, aye, two no, years. We can't. Kez gave us some stuff for yeah, charity, and that we can't afford him. Really, really nice Last guy. Just as Jeff Jarrett in the Attitude Era, Kirsten would say, <laughs> "Don't piss him off." <laughs> <laughs> um, right. A new question that we started to ask, which is quite interesting. Again, um, is there any wrestler influences within your career? Like your ring, your ring gear, which is one that I'm always interested in. Your moveset or your finisher? Absolutely, and I, I don't know if anybody. Um, I mean, I know every and people in like some wrestlers. Have, when I first started out as well, we're kind of like, well, we can see that's what you're doing. Maybe try some different things. Um, like AJ Styles was a big influence when I 
when I started. He, I think when I started, he just kind of he was just finishing up in Japan and stuff, and he was going over to WWE. And I and I kind of I missed the whole TNA era, so I didn't even really catch him then. It was only when he was in Japan doing his stuff that I went back and started watching all of his old stuff. Um, so yeah, AJ Styles. For my moves, it was definitely a big influence. Um, I'm sure people probably noticed that. I do the, the Phenomenal Forearm, Paley yeah. Kick and all that. Um, I try and give it my own flavour, obviously, but you know what I mean? Everything wrestling is borrowed in some, oh, in some way. In some way. Um, Everything's just an inverted version of something else. Well, exactly, I know. I, they just call it something else, put a different name on it. Uh, yeah, Uranage, Bookend. But I definitely am Shawn Michaels as well. Like, obviously, he's a kind of athletic guy. That's my wrestling style is quite athletic. Um, Stone Cold as well. Not wrestling style, but more like kind of demeanor, attitude. Like, like I said, he's my favorite wrestler. So, like, even though I don't wrestle the same way, I kind of have like I approach the way I wrestle and who I am and how I. I conduct myself the way he does not like it's just kind of like and I always go back to what he always says as well when he's talking about you know who you are in wrestling and it's basically yourself dialed up to 11 like I'm not a character I'm just me but I'm just when I'm in the wrestling world and I'm in a ring or I'm backstage or whatever I'm just very intense because I'm a very intense passionate person in my in my kind of personal real life um so when I get inside the ring and that energy and that fuel and that vibe and the fans and everything man i'm like that's just so i just die right up and that's me i like to hit hard i like to get hit hard yeah man yeah yeah so that's that's what i'm all about so he was definitely influenced in that sense um moringia was also a little aj inspired especially my first and second ones this one i'm trying to get my my two i've got two new pairs of ringia that are uh, i'm trying to kind of branch away a little still wearing the tights and the kick pads and all that but Kind of, I just my own my own gimmicks on them. Yeah, yeah. The, n- so, the yeah. new ring gears really. I think you actually shared a picture of laid out and ah, that, yeah. the design process and everything like that is that is nice. Yeah, man. Really it's, it's, it's actually it's a guy called Break Night Creative. He's American. Mm-hmm. When I was I was in America last year, and while I was there, I was thinking, oh, I'll just buy some here, oh, take it back with me. Yeah. But it turns out it's such a backlog that. I had to wait until I got home. Then it got it. I got it shipped over and stuff. But he's he's sick. Uh, really good quality stuff, man. And, uh, that is that is, uh, that is cool. Um, another general question for him is, which kind of do not answer, but interesting to hear more on it. If you hadn't become a wrestler, is there any other passion you'd have done? No, you did say acting. Yeah, well, I'm I am an actor. Um, funnily enough, I, I didn't fall into it, but it was. So when I was in school, I wasn't very academic. I was never stupid. I had a head on my shoulders, but I just didn't apply myself because it didn't spark my interest. I didn't love it. Yeah, man. Like I was always the teachers would always say, "You're not fulfilling your full potential," which was frustrating for them. Every report card could do better. Could do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was always at parents' nights. Were like, "Look, we really like Craig, but he's not." uh, Fucking what? Yeah, yeah. I I think yours was. See if he would just shut the fuck up. For <laughs> no, that, that was mine. Alan's very good in class and attentive, but he's he's very very chatty. I like to talk. Uh, <laughs> Craig randomly fucks off mid lesson. <laughs> he used to just get up, walk away, but like, uh, I, I don't think I've ever done it mid lesson. But if I definitely was feeling that day that I didn't want to go to a certain class, then that Aye. class would not be getting attended. <laughs> um, I had a higher drama and only went. 
twice. Aye. <laughs> Funnily enough, I didn't even do any higher drama. Right. We didn't in our school. We didn't even have higher drama, man. <laughs> uh, I'm from Port Glasgow, so like drama just was not on the oh, yeah. the, uh, the agenda yeah. there. Um, <laughs> um, but I so when I left school, I was kind of like I think I think there was like uh, is it the career advisor had like put up a post no. in like six year and it was like. I think it was like uh, Rolls Royce, but like making airplane gen- engines, like oh, doing yeah. a yeah. Uh, a career and that kind of thing. So I went here. I just talked to her. I was like, I fuck it, we'll do that. Went to an interview. Didn't get it. But I went. Well, this is something that I could do. So I went and done aeronaut- aeronautical engineering for like a year at college, but it was like an NC, so just like kind of entry level. Uh-huh. And then during that, I was working in a restaurant part time. A boy that I knew that worked there was uh, he was a. Uh, like he done like amateur dramatics and like just localist stuff and yeah. he says like we need guys because we're doing this musical and like not we kind of basically just need a kind of ensemble of guys it's yeah. not got enough I don't know you like acting like I've always been a big huge movie buff when am I my shining jumper today um, which is awesome one of my favourites <laughs> uh, so like, I'm a huge movie buff like I say like me and my brothers we just that's our thing we like quote movies like the 80s like Big Trouble in Little China like me yeah, and my yeah. brothers just quote that constantly that's pretty much all our part of is what we do <laughs> um, so he's like why don't you come along audition see what happens went along auditioned got a part done it fell in love with it looked at the college prospectus there was an acting course I went that'll fucking do me <laughs> went and signed it. well I say I signed up I went auditioned got in done HNC HND went to uni well, graduated and then I've been a struggling actor ever since. What was the first show that you done? The first show I'd done was... Uh, what was the first show done? It was... Fame. Fame. Oh, really? Yes, I mean, yes. And I played uh, a white Tyrone Jackson. And if you don't know, Tyrone Jackson's supposed to be like a black guy and like the whole his character is that uh-huh. he's like... Uh, because he's black, he's not like treated the same in the school and all that and yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. So... That was uh, a bit of a, a different take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to make me Hispanic almost, which I don't know if that's really right. And if that's, uh, but the less said about that, the better. Uh, but that was my first gig doing that. Uh, um, and then second one was We Were Rock You, which is funnily enough because 10 years, that was just like an amateur production. And then 10 years that's later, like to the day, recently, yeah, I've just went and done that professionally. So it's like yeah. come full circle, man. So it's, that, was, that, was one, was that one on a cruise ship? That was on the cruise, cruise ship. ship, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that must have been amazing. It was indeed. It was class. It was yeah. class. Um, I looked at it from the, all the photos and all the amazing beaches. And I, my brother's actually sent a message saying, will you stop posting pictures of yourself <laughs> doing fucking backflips on the beach? Uh-huh. I'm sick of you seeing you doing backflips on the beach. It's like I'm disgusted looking at you. Aye, aye, aye. I've done all that, but mate, stop. Yeah, <laughs> aye. Well, that's all thanks to Kez Evans because he broke my arm, so I wouldn't yeah, have had the opportunity to go and do that. Absolutely. If not, I'd still be here. It's about the only good thing Kez has ever really done. Aye. So far. That kind of covers um, Louis Young's question. She did ask. Thanks, Louis. I will tell you a story off off record. I pointed at Craig there because I'm not dragging up the embarrassment again. (laughs) Uh, When you get a specific movie you mentioned, Um, so we'll tell you. Myself and Craig are looking at each other blankly. I think it was during one of the previous podcast episodes about Big Trouble in Little China. I think I listen to these. (laughs) I think I listen to them. 
Do you think <laughs> anything how long these edits take? Because I can't actually listen to these after they go out. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Ah, you for about 10 seconds. I think, I think, to be honest... <laughs> I'm, I'm I was there live, don't need to relive this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I think you probably listened to it that many times through the edit process that you could do each person's part. Aye. Aye. So. Aye, so, no. no. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. Come back to that. I, I, I want to know more. Talk to me later. Uh, <laughs> see me after class. <laughs> 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 um, right. Taking a very questionable turn there, but never mind. Good <laughs> 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 one. Snorted right into the. I'm <laughs> <Sorry. that> <laughs> What is your earliest memory of wrestling? Oh, bloody hell, that's a that is a hard one. Um, probably WrestleMania. Was it two or three? I think the only reason that is my earliest memory is because I know that that is one of the VHS tapes that my big brother's had. Yeah. So I would watch that. Was it, what, what one did they come down to the ring on like the little... Was that, that one we missed our TV? On the, you know, the little kind of mini rings that oh, were like little... Oh, was that not WrestleMania? No, wasn't it? That was definitely in amongst the VHS collection. Was it not two or three? Was uh, two not the one that was in multiple locations? Wasn't it? Was it? I, don't I think know. So. I know exactly what you're talking about. Aye. I know exactly what it was like the wee mini ring cut. Aye, and like under because the giant I always so long. I was right. Might have been WrestleMania three. That I don't maybe. Well, if maybe. it is, then I'm glad because I, I'm I said WrestleMania two. I think I definitely think WrestleMania two was the one. It was like, oh, here's matches, here's matches, there's matches there. Because then Aye. we used to date in, in the <laughs> was it a Trump Center they used to date, and it used to be the yellow stairs. Aye, aye. Um, that used to always walk them with security. But it's it's weird though because I I think like and my missus even says this as well. Like I've got like. My me- I'm not. I've got an alright memory, but like yeah. I've got a weird thing where I can remember like pure weird specific things from my childhood, but just randomly. So it's like the same with that because like I was like, well, what night? Say what the attitude year was ninety six, ninety seven. Is that right? So I was like six or seven oh. at that point. Not giving away major, um, but um, so I remember things like I remember like the dumpster match that like. Cactus was it Cactus Jack and Cactus Jack, uh, yeah, Chainsaw Charlie, Chainsaw Charlie well, he, and the he Outlaws. Terry, he actually came out as Terry Funk on that one. Oh, I did I he? Aye. On the Road Dog podcast, and he was like, maybe Chainsaw Charlie, but he shows up as Terry Funk. Aye, aye. aye so was, like, uh, I remember like that match, yeah. and then I, I had the, I had the, the wee, not even like the six inch figures, like the wee mini mini figures. The wee mini, I had mini that mini one, and it was like the wee mini dumpster. No, yeah. I had those, um, <laughs> and I had the wee cage as well. Um, yeah. Aye, the wee mini mini ones. Aye, aye, and I, and I used to always wish I was like, please let them bring out the bigger scale ones and like bigger figures and bigger accessories and now my wife sitting in the corner is probably going to kill me for <laughs> stuff that I now have <laughs> um, collectibles and accessories and figures aye, 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 aye. I know exactly what you're talking about and I, remember, I had as well I mean, many ones you do you remember the cage it stuck down and all that aye aye and there was like a wee bell in the corner you went ding <laughs> 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 You want to play with toys? Can I once again say that that's not how old I am? No, I'm only 24, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I guess I was 2004. No, it would have been for me because if it was 1994. I suppose I would have worked. No, I was not. I was about 7, 94. I think I was still playing with Hasbro's when I was about that age. Hasbro's, yeah. I had the hand-me-downs of my brother's Hasbro. Yeah, I think when I was. I think it was about seven in '94, so I was still playing with the Hasbro's and things like mm. that. But I remember, um, my auntie's son went to America and came back 
but he had like the foam LOD shoulder pads oh, and the Bret Hart sunglasses. He had all the Turtles Playmates figures and I'm Aye. just like, you know, it's just like this big gold light. I'm like, oh my God. Ah, what? And I didn't get any. I never Aye. got any. Sorry. And then, because you couldn't, wasn't no, he? No, he couldn't. No, no, no. My dad, my dad found a shop one day, went down where A1 Comics is, down the town, about three, four doors down, it used to be Scotsman's Models, mm. and I think the guy his name used to be George, and you got all the Titantron figures and everything, but yeah. he was getting them off of America. Aye. He used to have a diary, and my dad would go in and he'd be like, right, I've got to take my side, I've got the Hardy Boys brood coming in, I've got a tank, and I had everything man class I had stuff that was only like American no. everything Aye. and I love playing with all that and the only thing I ever hated was did you ever have the monster ring that big stupid roaring that never fitted the figures uh, was that like just the pure massive the old school massive one and like uh, the corner thing. like had like big circles kind of bits <laughs> like that <laughs> I, I had that exact one <laughs> man I fitted none of your figures Aye. Aye. See, my, my mum... You know, just had that one wee ring we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> my mum went to New York, like, where, where pals, like, one year, like, it was our work pals, and it was, like, the pure, like, the depth of winter, man. And I don't know if you've ever been in New York in the winter, but it is fucking freezing, man. <laughs> but I made her, like, charge the whole length of New York to go to WWE New York oh, so uh, that she could get me, like, all the pure exclusive figures and all that. Yeah. And I remember she got me the three-pack of, like, Scotty Too Hotty, Grandmaster Sexy and Rikishi and it had like a wee boombox on it that you press the button and it would play their theme song and like a couple of other wee things as well that you couldn't get here yeah. and I got back and I felt like I was the coolest coolest kid in town man uh, so so many man I went yeah. we were we were away in Blackpool um, for a couple of days my uncle said I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a collector of things my uncle said you need to go to a shop I collectibles it's, it's a bit of a riot mm-hmm. um, he says but you need you need to go you need to try it and I'm like right okay now and Craig this shop was a riot but I'll, <laughs> I'll show you a video. I actually sent a video on a um, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I fun ruthless aggression figures still in the package. Yeah. I fun remember the old teddy bears, the Carlito teddy bear. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot. He had all these here, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is. If you had, I feel as though it should have been on like um, the major. Aye, exactly. Aye. It's just like if you had time to rummage through this, you're just like, this is gold mine, man. Like the old curly little teddy bear aye, and Pakistan things like that. So much stuff. Um, bye, aye, good, good daily memories nice. and things. I also rem- I remember as well. Like I would, I'd go in, in the like the Friday evening after school, and at like five o'clock, I think on Channel Five or like no seven o'clock on Channel Five, I think that's when like WCW came on. Aye. So that was kind of early enough for my dad still to be doing shit that I could like watch it, and then I'd try and watch Raw straight after it. Yeah, on the Friday night, right. but then my dad would come in and he fucking hated the wrestling. So he would <laughs> turn it over and I'd throw a pure strop. But I always remember that as well. As a Smackdown baby, Sky One Saturday morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pure blank to all the chair shots and all that, man. Aye. I had, um, Mag, I don't know, Sky and that. We were a purist. My granddad used to have Sky and all that. So he used to tape like WCW Nitro and then give me the tape and then Aye. my dad would come in at night my dad would just work in Helensburg and he'd come in at night and be like right there's your tape and you need to get back to your granddad because you need to tape Ron on her and <laughs> I didn't tape it if I didn't give it back I'd get moaned it and it was like coins that was what I had you know what I mean it's like WCW and I told then you're watching Thunder then you're watching Ron you're like Aye. oh my god this is this is so good I remember on Sunday nights as well if there was like a pay-per-view on man I'd like Obviously, I had school in the morning, so I was, I was, I was bedtime already. Aye. But I'd wait until like one o'clock in the morning, man, and I'd sneak down the stairs yeah. and I'd stick it on and I'd watch it. And like a couple, you'd be shitting yourself in t- case like my dad came down and caught me, which a couple of times he did and yeah. sent me to bed. But it was always like the pure, like the I excitement guess, that you're sitting down there. Four for a wee bit at like 
Aye. Them all at one point. I remember, I remember the Royal Rumble, was it? Uh, mm. I think I watched that on Channel 4 at like 2 in the morning. Aye, aye. Because I was like, I thought like, Todd's a light, it's also a good because you used to do the delay. Remember, you used to delete by 15 minutes? Oh, I just remembered. Aye, 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 that was the first thing. Wasn't a good delay in that one? That wasn't a good delay in that one with me young. You've got 15 minutes to block that shit out. You're going to do it. I've got that. Cheers. You're welcome. That falls into my next question. Aye, Craig, that's my next question for you. Was that your favourite childhood memory of wrestling? Aye. Aye. Cool. We'll move on to Craig Anthony. Uh, Craig Anthony. So, what was your favourite childhood memory of wrestling? Uh, playing wrestling with my brothers, man. Playing wrestling, aye. That was, like, my favourite thing to do. Being the youngest, obviously, of five, as I said, no, I would always be the one that's taking everything, do you know what I mean? Aye. So, like, you're on the, the suplexes, getting picked getting up, getting thrown a bit. Yeah, broke my collarbone uh, once because my brother, Chris, gave me the uh, gorilla. gorilla press, dropped me, landed on my side, broke my collarbone. And then proceeded, because obviously I'm sitting there greeting, so he's like, don't tell my dad, don't tell my dad, don't tell my dad, because obviously we'll get battered. So he's like, right, like a good brother. I was like, right, I won't tell him, I won't say anything, I won't say anything, but I'm pure, like, greeting. So I was kind of near my bedtime anyway, so I went to bed. My dad comes up later on, just as he's going to bed to check on me, mm. and I'm sitting in bed pure... <gasps> <laughs> he's like what's wrong with you he's like my sh- sh- shoulder's sore so he's like for fuck's sake so took me to hospital broken collarbone Chris gets fucking in trouble when he gets him but I, I'm always proud of that because I was like I stuck up for him aye, I wasn't, wasn't going to I wasn't going to grass him aye. grass him in you, done it, you held on as long as you could aye aye aye, aye. Um, but I played wrestling man playing my wrestling figures uh, s- trying to sneak up at late at night to watch Wrestlemania at one morning um, aye all that stuff man good Good, yes. good, good. So, obviously, we know who your favourite wrestler is. Obviously, says like Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and that. But who's your favourite wrestler then, now, and forever? Oh, good question. Um, then, well, Stone Cold. He was my man because it was always like a pure division. Like if you were like grown up, young in that kind of era. Mm-hmm. If it was The Rock or if it was Stone Cold. And I was always a Stone Cold guy, man. Like, I liked The Rock, but no. Stone Cold was my man. Uh, like, the beer bash and, like, fucking his monster truck and, like, oh, like, the feud with, oh, like, the feud with McMahon. Like, yeah. That's just, for me, that's the ultimate yeah. in wrestling. That, for me, that's its peak, man. Yeah. Um, Everything else is chasing that. Yeah, I totally. And nothing will ever live up to it. Nothing, there won't be another Attitude again, era again. There won't be another Austin again. Even if people try and kind of replicate it, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Uh, you can get close, but for me, man, that's just... It was just a time and, like, space in the world that was just different, like I said, in the 90s. Yeah. Um, you just can't recreate that. Especially now, like, you can't do the stuff that they've done back then. It would, no. You, like, <laughs> like, without getting into the whole kind of cancel culture or yeah. whether it's right or yeah. wrong or that it's just it's just not acceptable these days mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like it just can't happen especially WWE you know they've got their fucking their sponsors and the people they have to please and all that back then it was like the wild west so uh, so yeah ratings that was exactly man yeah and the, the demographic uh, so Austin now my favourite wrestler right now if you asked me that a few years ago would they say AJ Styles I still think he's probably one of my the top five wrestlers ever. Um, but now, who do I like now, man? Um, I'll maybe give you a run there. I don't think you pick, no, that's fine. I pick a top yeah. one. Uh, MGF, oh, yeah. I think okay. he's brilliant in the ring. Uh, I think 
there's still a lot to see from him as in terms of in-ring work and I think it will improve a lot as well yeah. um, but his promo skills character work is obviously phenomenal nobody can deny that um, Seth Rollins right now is on fire yeah, yes. man on fire like he's the he's past a, few years oh my man. god man the past few years like he's like probably been one of the best wrestlers like for the past few years but not even getting the credit he deserves for it because he's yeah. just consistently so good do you know what I mean um, yeah man absolutely uh, who else man obviously Roman's killing I, it I've got to admit I'll 100% back you on that I've uh, been a massive massive Roman Reigns hater yeah aye, it, it, last two years though it was just like aye, aye, it was when he was getting pushed down everybody's throats man I was I was, just, I was in that boat as like he's not connecting with the fans he's not what you're trying to portray him as or do it's, it's not working and then he changed up and it's it's no, the best thing they've done for him. This whole thing is, it's, 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 it's yeah. fantastic. Um, Good enough, else, I bought man. Roman merch. So. Ah, nice, nice. I bought that t-shirt. That's, that's so, you've can, well done, guys. And forever. <laughs> Converted a hater. Converted hater, right? Forever's forever. probably going to be the same same as the first. Stone Cold. Aye, can't beat him, man. Can't beat him. Uh, Honourable mentions, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Uh Greats. Oh, in fact, probably all. Well, more so Angle and and uh, and Brett, like technical wrestling wise. Yeah. Um, Shawn Michaels is being the showstopper, the main event man. Like yeah. Mister, like WrestleMania, he always brings it out. Like the the match with him and Angle at WrestleMania was like one of the best man I think I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, the story they told as well, everything. The finish was so clever. Um, aye, there you go. Awesome. Sorry, I've got I'm just a sexy cut stuck in my head. Oh, that was the sexy best with sh- Sherry, man. I'm like your ankle hurt. I'm just going to I'm just a sexy cut. Part four What a theme song. What a theme song. Part four, cut angle carry, okay. Can I not be here when that happens? It's your host, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we've got a fan question from Declan Johnson. Who is your four featured wrestlers in the Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Mm. Okay, so... Feels like I'm going to be repeating myself here, ah, but... Fine, fine, fine. Stone Cold. Yeah, 100%. You have to put the Undertaker in there. Yeah. You have to put Shawn Michaels in. No, and that could be that could be a good few people. Do, uh, do you put Jericho in there with the longevity and all the kind of different things uh, he's done? True, true. Uh, or is it Bret Hart? Or is it you know someone like um, the Rock? Aye, aye, aye. I think his his career was too short for me to put him in there. I think. Right, uh, one of the greatest entertainers ever, obviously, fantastic. But uh, and then, or is it Ric Flair? Do you know what I mean? I I didn't grow up in that era, so it's hard for me to say. So all my guys are like attitude guys. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you know what Triple H? Aye. Triple H. Triple H. I think he's kind of the unsung hero of the attitude era because you had your rocks, you had your Stone Colds, who were like the big baby faces. Obviously, yeah. they had their kind of turns here and there. But Triple H was a fantastic heel man. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable, great wrestler, cool moveset, looked shit hot. Yeah. 
Um, and he had great matches. Like, I, know, I remember he had a, a, a hardcore match with, like, Vince McMahon at, like, Armageddon yeah, sometime. Yeah, and, like, yeah, man, they threw him off the fucking the set and all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the he... Street Fight Mick Foley or yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that fucking... The, uh, hell, yeah, man. In, in the promo they did on the ramp when, like, Triple H's in the ring and it's just mankind and he rips it off and he's like, I think you know really well! <laughs> Cactus Jack! And then, and then he ticks off the thing, man. And Triple H, Triple H's cells, his facial cells, <laughs> unbelievable. Because he was, he was like that shit heel, like that fucking, that shit scale to you. Like, Aye. and he'd be like, no, 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 no. And then like do something backhanded. And, and that's a kind of lost art because like, Aye. like MGF is kind of a little bit that way. Um, uh, Ric Flair was definitely that way. Yeah. Um, but a lot of heels, like Roman Re- Reigns' heel, obviously it's a different character. He's just a big fucking hard man. Brock Lesnar was just a beast when he was a heel. Um, whereas Triple H is like, you know, the cerebral assassin, but he's also like this fucking like cunning little shit heel nut as well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and I loved that. I fucking loved it because it built the drama and it made you care. Do you know what I mean? And you made, it made you fucking hate him. Uh, so Triple H, I'm putting him up there. Triple H though. <laughs> uh, well, do you know what? A lot of similarities there. A lot of similarities. But that's the thing as well, right? As much as I fucking hate Kez Evans and I hate Kez Evans, there's a sick kind of... There's a sick relationship you kind of build with somebody who's willing to do fucking horrendous things to you and you're willing to do the same to them. Yeah. Uh, there's almost some weird sort of respect that kind of builds there. Because somebody that would stoop that low and do those kind of ungodly, dastardly things, not everybody has the stomach for that, and he does. And it brought out the best in me. Yeah. And it brought out a lot of hatred as well. But I, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing to be like so connected with somebody, but through hate. I, I, do you know what I mean? I get it. I, um, That's cool. So I, but I'm looking forward to kicking this fucking cunt in. So. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> a question that we normally like to ask: If you had to watch a wrestling pay per view on repeat for 24 hours, nothing else, which one would it be? Oh, there's one that always comes back to me, right? And it's so random and out there, but I think that's kind of why I like I like it. But I remember I bought this on VHS as well, and it was I don't know if it's 1998 WWF. In your house, yeah, yeah, and it was like the <laughs> yes, man, rock shamrock, yeah, 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 man. The fucking intro video to that is the oh, intro video of dreams. God. It's like the it's like the pure. <laughs> oh, mate, it is so fucking good. I wish you could see this honestly. It's like Craig and Craig are sitting facing each other, right? And the two of them are just going, yeah. <laughs> Each other, it's fucking the fucking the oh, he, st- he, st- he steals the fucking belt. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Fucking quality, quality and, people. And the, the, the intro. The intro video and then the pre-match promo video Aye. were fucking amazing because it's like uh, Vince McMahon and all these dictators and all that. Do you know what I mean? And like all the and like it's the pure war thing. They're like, I'm damn sick and tired, sick yes. and tired, sick, 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 sick and tired, Austin. I'm watching you walk around with that WWF championship. Um, and then it's like, and he's oh, it's fucking amazing. It's like black and white. Um, when this goes up, man, I'm gonna like put the link to that promo video on it because it's so good, man. 
Aye, that's that's definitely mine. Thank you very much, Auntie Alice and Uncle Tam. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got that. Yes. Aye. <laughs> but it was it was <laughs> a good card as well. You watch the wrestling movie, were we? Because their mum and dad is like, I'm not having that shit now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because oh, oh, so the main the main event was a triple threat way Undertaker and Kane in aye, Austin, aye aye, <laughs> and like but but uh, Undertaker was banned from pinning Kane and Kane was banned from pinning aye. from uh, pinning Undertaker. And then at the end, Austin wins, but uh, did he win? And no, then ah, that's right. And then aye. McMahon steals the title, aye, and, and then you hear people just fucking aye, the bird in the the tunnel and he's in the, the limo, aye. and then there was Ken Shamrock yeah, and the Rock in a cage match as well, aye. wasn't there? I think there's an Outlaws tag match on there. Uh-huh. There's um, the there's a Bradshaw match as well. Aye. Before he was like APM. Aye, he had like it's, cowboy boots and that. Still, he's kind of off JBL. Aye, that. aye. Um, what else was there? There's Scott Too Hot and Brian Sexy or something to say that too cool. Is ah, that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Too much. They were too called. Much. Aye, aye, aye. That's it. Um, oh, what else? There was so much good in that paper. We've seen it. Ah, it was underrated, man. A forgotten one that was really good. Aye. So there you go. That's Sorry. my answer. <laughs> Coming in part five in your house, 98. <laughs> I'll watch along. We'll watch along and say, review it. Aye, it's because I've searched it and watched it. I do that. I just throw stuff on the network in the background. That's what I do. I just throw in old classics in the background. When I watched the other day, it was the NWO sold out and it's just oh animal. yeah but it's like it was the NWO referee so he had to re- referee every single match it was just the one ref for the whole whole pay-per-view and it was all NWO okay. for you <laughs> um, awesome. sorry for going after a tangent there <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that I love a tangent um, right I've lost my place now Craig ah right okay <laughs> pay-per-view 24 hours after that one ah yes after that one aye who would you say has the most iconic entrance music Oh, Jericho. Ooh. I mean, like the countdown and the Big Bang, Aye. class. Uh, pops to mind straight away. Also, we mentioned it earlier, Shawn Michaels. I mean, who doesn't sing along to that every time it comes Aye. on? Um, oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you say that, right? But I keep going back to my man's song. Yeah, the the nah. glass shattering. Oh yeah, oh, yeah so man. The disturbed version was it's... class as well, man. I loved that. Um, the Lions one as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was this weird one that, like, maybe, I don't know if it is that one, but there was this weird one that was like, I think they used it like three times. But it, it started off. It, didn't, it wasn't the glass shattering. It was like, tsh, it was like the reverse, the sound of the glass shattering. I don't know why and then it was like really weird, but they used it like once or twice or something, man. Aye, um, aye, it was kind of in between. It was just before that. Aye, and then we got that one. Venom or something. It was called. I think it was. Oh, aye, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Band, which is uh, dynamite. Yeah, um, Stone Cold. There's no other pop like the Stone Cold Glass Shots pop, man. No, especially if he's coming out at the end of a match to go and aye. fucking hit cunts with chairs and that. Oh, sorry, I'm pure drunk the sea bombs though. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Aye, no, I sound really clever, but if you got there before me. <laughs> oh, aye, right. it's, a, it's a cracking theme that doesn't need any editing like that. And aye. No matter what, like obviously, like the Degeneration X, you get the slow stuff. Oh, up, yeah. Or you get the, the break it down, but no matter what's happening there, Stone Cold's coming out, interfering, running out, taking out the whole alliance, clash out, yeah. that's you. Beautiful. Right, kill, kill, thank you. Another general question. What is your most favourite design of a wrestling championship title? Um, Wing Diego. Okay. Definitely the Wing Diego, man. Like, I, wait, wait, I always get mixed up. Is the Wing Diego the, like, Bret Hart one, or yes. is that, right, cool. Then, was the Big Ego. So the Wing Diego was the Bret Hart one. Aye. The Big Ego is your... It's a hard push between the two of them. I'd have to probably say the big eagle then because that was just like my era when I watched it. Oh, yeah. But that was a beautiful belt, man. And obviously, I think you can see like the, the, the ICW belts kind of get a lot of. Uh, it's, there's a wee bit of that sprinkled in there. So oh, yeah. I mean, the kind of classic yeah. belt. Aye. I mean, the, the new WWE belts are. are Despise man, I think they're rotten. Well, they might change. I think. What do you mean, like the, like the new US? The big one WWE one. I, I didn't like the US one when it first came out. I thought it was too kiddie, but I kind of grown to like it. The Intercontinental just looks, looks basic, uh, man. It, uh, it doesn't look. It doesn't look like there's even prestige in that belt. I like the kind of classic look belts. Um, actually, I like the attitude. I think there's maybe mixed mixed kind of opinions, but I like the attitude of uh, Intercontinental one, yeah. aye, man, yeah, yeah. Aye, the the kind of oval the shit, shit one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a daft one for you, then, so, the kind of, the white eagle, the big eagle, yeah. when you think of that belt, when you see that, who do you think of, who's the first person that comes to your mind for that? <laughs> um, well, the first one that comes to mind is Stone Cold when it was the blue strap, uh-huh. remember that? Yeah. But then, probably, probably Triple H, man, aye, 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 aye. Um, with the black one, um, Aye, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever asked anyone, but who's the first person? No, I've never asked. That's a good follow-up question. I'm going to ask it to you then. Intercontinental, the weird oval one we're just talking about. You think you see that as the first person? The Rock. Yes. Purple strap. Interesting. I believe it was. Why is that interesting? Yeah, I. Well, Angle came to mind first, but then Jericho's right after. I think for me with The Rock, it was, I think when it first got debuted, on, un, it was a backstage promo, I think it was Unforgiven, and it was the, the, the dark purple strap mm. that they kind of had first. That's my first. No. Cause I think I made it out of cardboard to wrestle with yeah. Ultimate uh. Warrior Buddy and was on the bed, you know what I mean? Box actors. I'm not sure if we've ever explained this before, have we? No, let's know and move on. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I've got a video of Craig, um, Craig O, sorry, not Craig. Not Craig, um, It's not me. Dancing to a Brian Adams song. Um, wearing a box of crisps as a wrestling belt. And worst part is, this was only about four years ago. <laughs> you actually like still, you actually still have my wrestling still belt. Like I have a picture of my brother as know. a child doing this. As, it's as a fully blown adult. adult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is this surfaced on on the internet? Um, no, but I could probably find you oh, in about five minutes. I think it should. <laughs> no. It's bright. It's everything I do, isn't it? Aye. <laughs> probably. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it closed. Aye, so the background story that I, that was, we we went to Bad Guy Brands charity do, yeah, and we played um, WWE. One of the two K games. Played aye, two K games, aye. right? I hadn't played it, right? So I'm, you know, getting in the ring. And I'm going, uh, uh, you know, just kicking my down. Craig's like, what the fuck are you doing? I, went, I don't know the fucking buttons. I went, really? Close line me. 
pin me. I didn't know how to fucking kick it. <laughs> I'm out of the tournament straight away. So that kick started it with us. I remember you actually stood outside and YouTubed how to win a money in a bank. You beat a 12 year old actually. The, I went to the final of that. I'd never played it before either. How'd you get the belt down? The belt down? I don't know. Um, IGN and this shit. <laughs> we, we, um, we bought a commemorative. Big gold, mm-hmm. and we sort of painted NWO style ICW on it. Ah, oh, nice. And we sort of played the two K games, no, the to, wee tournament amongst the team members, just to get a wee bit of. Yes, at one point there was like sixty odds. Uh, <laughs> uh, there used to be areas, um, but it was just to get a wee bit of banter on that going. And um, Craig actually still has that spell, but I still remember. I think it was against me or something, wasn't it? No, it was, against, <laughs> it was against somebody else. You were playing, and you were outside the ring during the game, picked up a steel chair, and the boys. Like, Craig, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Craig, because in the game with a steel chair, smacks him with a steel chair. Goes, title doesn't change hands disqualification. Oh! Picks the physical belt up and walks out the room. Wow! But before, before that, that before that, in the video of Craig wearing a box of Chris as a belt, I'm pretty sure it ends as, where's my belt, you cunt? 44 <laughs> regular, I believe. Oh, yeah. 42 regular, you dick. <laughs> you go at the belt, it's on your shelf. Wow, what a heel move, man. Very fight smart, me. though. Very smart. I am currently scrolling through oh. my back catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, a, that was an interesting... <laughs> um, signalling to move on. <laughs> 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 Seriously. Um, <laughs> a hard drive space here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think is the greatest finisher of all time? Oh, fuck. Greatest finish of all time can be in the sense of how it looks, how it can be, you know, done. Like right. I always used to think, if I was ever going to be a wrestler, I'd need to pick a finishing move that you can do on everybody, but Aye. you can do it anywhere. Like the RKO, you know, parking lot, buff, yeah. back of a car, Aye. hit anybody with it, things like that. Oh, probably a tombstone. Undertaker's Tombstone. Oh, that's a classic. That is, like, you think you're a finisher, Undertaker's Tombstone. He's never, he had the last ride, obviously, but that's always been his mainstay from the start to the finish. Like, very few people probably kicked out of it. Yeah. As soon as you hooked up, man, you knew what he was going for. Tombstone. 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 Yeah, well, cool. Oh. I, think I think it's iconic, isn't it? Or, like, aye. Either that or... I see, the thing is, when I think of a finisher, I think of like, who it's synonymous with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just the move itself. I, who else is trying to do that? Exactly. So, like, Bret Hart's sharpshooter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Iconic. Mm-hmm. He what? That's the match. That's the move that he used to win matches, yeah. win his titles and stuff like that. He didn't, he didn't, obviously, we all know Bret Hart was protective over all his shit. Yeah. So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was a protected move. Um, aye. Probably like those two, maybe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of finishers. Ryan Miller asks, can you pick your top three opponents' finishing moves that you hate the most, rated from three, being that you can bear it, to one, you hate it? Okay, uh, the Kez dispenser, <laughs> uh, the blood clock clutch, um, what else does he do? Uh, square go briefcase to the head. So square go briefcase like, to the head. That is my top three moves that I hated. Uh, uh, not ranked in any order whatsoever. Um, yes, there you go. Thank you very much. Cheers for that, Ryan. That was a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> Declan Johnson asks, what's your favourite move or moves you use or would like to use in a match? 
Um, favorite moves. Uh, I've just started using the uh, Made in Japan, okay. which is um, basically, or the Pentagon Driver, um, which is a pump handle kind of driver, basically, which is pretty cool. So I was thinking about using that as a finisher, um, as opposed to my Spyro Tap from the top, or having both. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, situational. Exactly, situational, situational. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm sort of just that, and I got a few crowd reactions from it, man. It looks pretty badass. So, that, uh, loved in the spiral tap. It's good fun. Not, I don't think anybody else in Scottish wrestling does it anyway. I think I, I know there's a few people down south that maybe do it. Yeah. I don't know if they do it as well as me, though. Nah, but nah. <laughs> nah, okay, none. Uh, or am I? Um, I love hitting the belly kick. Um, well, suplexes. I just love a good suplex, man. Yeah. Uh, like nice suplex, German suplex. Ah, um, yeah, clothesline. I fucking love throwing clotheslines, and I love taking them as well. But uh, aye, a good solid meaty clothesline. Like put it in there. Don't fucking don't be shy about it. Uh, <laughs> what aye. I like to I like to get hit hard and like to hit people hard. So yeah, nice meaty clothesline. Sweet. How would you feel about a clothesline from hell from JBL? <laughs> um, I'd yeah, sell that like fucking champ. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't think, I don't think I need to. I think. <laughs> uh, if you had to go out there and be like the the Heath Slater, the Heath Slater, you know what I mean? Just constant. How short? Constant every night. Uh, after a while, I'd probably... Well, actually, do you know what? Like, taking uh, any one of the variations of Brain Busters that C.V. James does is <laughs> something that uh, isn't pleasant after a while. So, uh, I don't know if I'd rather get clotheslined by Bradshaw or constantly Brain Bustered by Stevie. Oh, I mean, I know what I'd pick Bradshaw. It's over quicker. And Aye, true, true. It's just going to... Sting. Sting. I won't need a new neck. Ah, Brainbuster, I'll need reconstructive. Right, so we've got a question that we normally ask, but Jade Dallas has actually asked us as well. What would be your dream type of match to participate in? Ooh. Um, dream match? Edna told me. Can be a dream. Edna Brand panties? Uh me, me and Kez, Kez Brian Panties match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, an evening going hardcore match. Yeah, <laughs> I've not had an, I've never had a ladder match yet. I'd love to have a ladder match. Uh, I think I could do some good shit. Some good shit. Um, yeah, any, any. I mean, the uh, kind of backstage brawl thing I had with Kez was a lot of fun, man. Um, it was good to. Um, it was obviously in the Barras, which is an uh, iconic venue, and having the run of the place and getting to kick fuck it a Kez all over it. Obviously, it didn't end so well for me, um, <laughs> but that was a that was a lot of fun, and it, that was a moment that was building up and building up, oh, and yeah. to get there and to finally fucking get my hands on him was uh, was definitely special. So yeah, matches like that, man, like um, like. Oh, it's not necessarily cinematic or anything like that, but it was kind of obviously you know done behind closed mm-hmm. doors and yeah. stuff. Obviously, it was in an era where everything was behind closed doors, so yeah. it will fit well. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, ladder match would be ladder cool. Match. Uh, no, would it be a 
singles ladder match or you know a fatal four way six man? Uh, a singles, I think I would like to singles. like. I would, don't get me wrong, like you know the the the, the square goal briefcase. Oh, sorry, not the square, square goal briefcase. Um, zero G, zero G. Um, something like that would be would be would be epic. Do you know what I mean? And there were a bunch of high flyers do some cool yeah. cool spots and shit like that. Yeah. Um, because obviously like there's a lot of creativity in that, and that's what I enjoy being creative, mm-hmm. new ways to do things, fun things. Uh. When you're in with a lot of guys, man, if you just click on that level, um, it turns out great. Like, obviously, the three guys that um, I'm currently, f- I'm not feuding with, but they're getting in my way of me getting my hands on Kez. Yeah. So we've been kind of doing a going doing the rounds and 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 having singles matches with each other here and there, and we've just did a, a a three a three way match with each other, and it's always it can always be difficult when you've got another two guys as opponents. Um, you're always watching your back and whatnot, mm-hmm. but. Um, no matter what the result is, like when you get three guys who are as good as that, kind of um, having a run that is really leading up to a kind of pivotal moment, um, and you're sort of firing on all cylinders, and you just go and have a match that just fucking bangs, man, yeah. and you're really happy with, like you can't fucking beat that. Do you know what I mean? You can't put any kind of gimmick on having good chemistry with someone. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and luckily, just now, man, uh, there's you know, three or four guys that are kind of doing that in ICW. Yeah. No, obviously there's a lot more doing than the thing, but obviously we're we've got a kind of little thing going on between the four of us, which is uh, which I'm really kind of happy with. So yeah, good, cool. Uh, Jade Dallas asks, "Who would you like to face in the ring? Who would I like to face? Uh, Shawn Michaels in his prime. Hell yeah, Shawn Michaels in his <laughs> prime, man. Uh, is it someone here now? Brett Sheen, anyway. Uh, cool. Let's go for uh, Shawn Michaels in his prime. Uh, down south, OGMO. Um, up here, who have I not faced that I would like to step in the ring with? Dylan Thorne. Nice. Dylan oh, Thorne, man. Yeah. Uh, really good. Yeah, man. <laughs> hell yeah. Fuck, he loves a fucking ladder match, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and this. I don't know, fucking in the States. Uh, I don't know. AJ Styles? Nah, AJ nah. Styles, that'd be good. Um, yeah, that was a wee kind of round robin of like people that I would yeah. like to Excellent. from kind of all over. Thanks very much, Jade. Um, Declan Johnson again asks, if you were to pick a stipulation for yourself <laughs> and any opponent, who would it be and what stipulation? Kez brand panties. Kez brand panties, man. Panties, we go with that. Um, ooh, maybe <laughs> myself and Kez in some sort of first blood match yeah. or last man standing. But I think someone else is having a last man standing. Nice, we just now. Oh yeah, yeah. A- ADM. ADM. Let's go, me and Kez, first blood match. Cool. Yeah, excellent. That'd be good to see. Yeah, frantic. <laughs> 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 oh, trust me, he'd be bleeding. Just he'd be bleeding. Full, comes out like Kane did with the both sleeves and all that. Uh, like a, fu- a full suit, you know what I mean? He's single on the cap. Or maybe or an Inferno match, I could set him on fire, man. Uh, that would be fun. Aye. Uh, yeah. I don't think logistics would work with that. No, I don't 
We'd have to we'd have to talk to the garage to see what their uh, fire protocols are. It's fine. We'll not put the flames up too high. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You've seen Ramstein, haven't you? Well, we'll dial it back a wee bit. Right. Question from us again. If you could go back to an era where wrestling almanac, if that's how you pronounce it, because I always mess up, yeah. uh, to the present day, you can bet on one wrestling match. What are you betting on? <laughs> So I know the outcome, so I'm going to win money. Yeah. So like Back to the Future, you've got you've got a. Uh, this actually came from Inside the Ropes. I've ah, done okay. two or three. They've actually done two or three like almanacs. Now you can actually buy, and it's all the results and everything from ah. the years. It's, that's where I get the idea from. Um, plug it for them. They don't. You can buy it on Amazon. They've done two. Done a second one. We are not affiliated. Um, <laughs> no, but it is. It's really really. You know, back to the future style. Mm. But yes, you know the outcome of this match. You can go back in a DeLorean and a time machine and you can bet on it and become rich. Montreal Screwjob, man. Aye. Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's because that's a good one to be involved in if you're in the know. Do you know Aye. what I mean? Either that or Rock Austin, the last one. Media 17. Yeah, man. Aye. Yeah. My God, it's made a deal with the devil. Yeah. Aye, that was a good one. That's interesting because most of the time you would think they would go for oh Brock Taker oh yeah of but, course but man, the Montreal yeah. screw job you, you that was, it was the same thing that was, that was the same thing you know, you know, you'd never saw seen it coming yeah nobody saw that coming so that's actually a real interesting yeah. one or maybe like go back to like when uh, it was revealed that McMahon was the higher power bet on that no. it was me Austin it was me all along <laughs> <laughs> that's also my favourite version of Undertaker like the Ministry yeah, of Darkness. Ministry, yeah, the, the yeah. Oh, epic, man, with like pure guitar shredding yeah. and shit, man. Yeah. You've actually just set yourself up for the next question from Ryan Miller. <laughs> if you could have a chance to have a match with a dead man, The Undertaker, mm. which version of him would you like to face? There you go. Ministry of Darkness, man, yeah. Ministry of Darkness. Hell in a Cell match. Me and him, I'd take the fucking... Uh, the cage bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, man. I was going to say the big boss man finish when the fucking uh, bridge come down and like hook me up uh, to the fucking like the noose. Uh, oh, fuck that, man. Oh. Honestly, man, I, like even Shane, obviously he had a bit of protection, but like uh, I've I've he, jumped off of high things, right? In wrestling, like to, to the outside or this or that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but she's standing up there looking down there. I don't know if I could do it. No. So fuck me. No. That takes And that was a higher sale. That was much huge. higher than what it used to be. Fucking huge. And like, the table's like, what, this? Yeah. This long? No, if you no, misjudge, you're a dead man. Do you know blow his lung or something? Blow a lung or hernia or something? Blow his fucking arse out, man. Fuck's sake. really fucking... I'd have blown my arse out the tap, shitting myself. I can't do it. But like fucking new jack. I know, but I'm like, you're up there. That's the next boy. Like, oh, fuck, I've got to do it. Uh, uh, but like fucking new jack wire again. Remember that one? Well, is that when he threw the guy? Aye, uh, threw it. The, the guy stood tried to kill him. He said, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And he threw him. Well, you're he, he, he <laughs> threw him and he pulled him. And new jack landed on his head and like smashed his skull sort of and gave himself brain damage. So when they'd done a scaffolding match oh, above aye. the ring, he got the guy months later and threw him towards the ring post and went, you, you know you missed a ring he's like ah, I was trying to kill him Aye. ladies and gentlemen new jack, new jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great documentary as well the clip has just started the I'll go watch the new jack one oh it's you mental like, it Aye. goes to like the independence and a guy comes in and goes right uh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that I'm going to do this and, that. and new jack's like the fuck are you 
He's like, <laughs> fuck off. He went, I'm not. Ah, but I'm glad. Um, and Dilo Brown actually watches his footage back, and the guy hits him. Wow. Properly hits New Jack. Next minute, New Jack just goes in his pocket, pulls out a knife, Fuck starts just stabbing it. the guy in the match. And oh. Dilo's like, oh, he's stabbing him, isn't he? No. He just starts randomly st- on this independence and fucking tell me you <laughs> did they know that? I know I mean, Do you remember when Luke King Shark was like petitioning on Twitter trying to get a match with New Jack? Uh, I was like, mate, you will not, you will not, you will not you know, survive. Sharp is you will die. Not that stupid, but he's that. Mental, mental. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mental I mean, the guy drop kicked a fucking door on TV. He made Sienna cry last week. <laughs> <laughs> At that um, wrestling experience, Scotland through oh. an, um, um, the air show. Oh, aye, aye. He came right up to Sienna, I'm shouting in her face, and she was green. It's a bad man. Like properly green. Don't worry, I've battered him for loads of times. So <laughs> I'll get him again for you. Um, <laughs> general question again: If you could have been front row for any wrestling match in history. What would you have liked to have been? Uh, uh, Taker and Austin. No, 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 that's a lie. Taker and Shawn Michaels. Uh, WrestleMania 25. Aye, aye, the... Aye. The, the, the kind of... The God versus the devil type deal, that yeah, one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. That one? Yeah. Cool. Um... No, I had no answer to this one. Um, and going back to an era, you can protect one moment. However, the other is erased from history forever. Your decision is between June 23rd, 1996, Austin 316 is born, or July 7th, 1996, the NWO is formed. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually, I would get rid Austin. of Austin 316. <laughs> Austin, man, all day long. Like, because the thing is, like, Austin, w- without Austin, do you then have the NWO? The NWO? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, obviously they're not kind of directly linked or correlated, aye, but, aye, aye, exactly, aye, aye. Uh, aye, Austin, man. Keep the Austin one. So, you can arrange a table for three, any two individuals from the wrestling business, wrestler, manager, announcer, etc., from past or present, who would you choose? Um, sit and pick their brains for information, talk about matches. I'd maybe just get, like, me, Jim Cornette, and, like, Kenny Omega, okay. just to see them, hash, like, argue, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. just or no, or Moxley, maybe. Because Moxley's qu- quite hard, and he's right. fucking shitting all over Moxley as well at the moment, isn't he? So, right. just, just watch, watch it. it, just watch, just watch it. Aye. Discuss. Yeah, aye. <laughs> just just um, sit him in the menu. Uh, can I have this a bit of day, please? Yeah. <laughs> just like the the big e gif man with my popcorn <laughs> in the corner. Moxie's bleeding out of the table. Fuck's sake, Moxley! It's a nice, it's a nice restaurant. It's a nice place. You almost shook your horn. John, nice to meet you. Ah, fuck. Yeah, or like, or, or a kind of legit one, maybe like I don't know. Um, because you I'd maybe want to hear like somebody talk talk about the feud or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like Terry Funk and and, and Mick Foley. Yeah, hear, yeah. hear them talk about like fucking Japan and like I bleeding all over each other and shit like that. Yeah, man. And uh, aye. Or Triple H and Mick Foley because they had a great feud as well. Yeah, they had a good feud as well. Um, aye, something like that. Something like that. Cool. Nice. Ryan Miller asks. 
Is there anything in your wrestling career that you've done but later regret it? Uh, <laughs> chasing Kev, Kev Evans into <laughs> the Battlelands? Uh, <laughs> nah. Uh, that I've later regret? Could be anything at all. Like you've maybe done a move or, you know. Um, I've done a couple of moonsaults to the outside recently. Well, no, I've done one moonsault and smashed my shin off the, uh, mm-hmm. off the barricade and then... I get told, maybe not do that. So I went, okay, I'll do a swan turn off the top then. And I still managed to, to hit my, my, my shin off the barricade. <laughs> so maybe just be more mindful of barricades oh, when uh, there's not a lot of space in there. Um, You've done a moonsault off the cage as well, haven't you? I've done a moonsault off the cage, which is absolutely fine. <laughs> I wish I went higher now, though, because like, I think I went off like the second rung down or something. And it's like, I should have just done the fucking angle, man. Right up at the top. Uh, Big flip, man. He, he did do good at it. Could have just fucked him. Well, I think his cage looked a lot higher than the one I jumped uh, up as well. So. <laughs> and Minter off the cage was fun, man. As soon as I had the cage match, I was like, I'm jumping off the top, man. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, aye. Nah, because I've not really had any injuries apart from obviously the broken arm and stuff. Um, anything I've regretted? Nah, nah, no. not really, man. No, I, 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 like the thing is as well, right? Like the attitude era as well. Like obviously, I've said like I take influences from like Shawn Michaels and this and that, but also the Hardy Boys, man. Like, I like my kind of my kind of meat and potatoes. Like, is I'm a high flyer. I'm a smaller guy. Yes. Obviously, I like to kind of mix it up and throw strikes and whatnot. But like putting myself on the line is like weirdly something that I love doing, man. Yeah. It's like that kind of Mick Foley man, like mindset. Like, yeah. it's like I'm not. I'm not going to fucking throw myself off the top of a fucking building for a pop. Do you know what I mean? But if if uh, if it comes to the match and, and the guy's in a position and it makes sense, then I'm going to get on top of him by doing that. And it and it, and it, it makes sense, and I'll do it. And I, I enjoy doing it. Uh, like I say, I like getting that hard. It makes it feel make it makes it fucking real for me. Um, and uh, so I so that's kind of I, I I like that it's a weird kind of as this kind of mankind thing that in the back of my head where I like fucking taking punishment I like absorb I like absorbing it and then be able to fucking keep I coming and keep fighting man going, yeah going. Uh, so I no I get that I get yeah. there's, there's, there's an appeal to that yeah like, yeah like constantly getting fucking like so many other people do it as well like Kane yeah I mean like no selling chair shots and shit like that. I mean just taking punishment punishment and Still coming back. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I yeah. Know, I get that. I get that. That's cool. Plus, everyone loves an underdog fighting from the bottom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll probably regret all of that that I'm doing and saying right now when I'm like 40 and my knees are like yeah. uh, like sawdust. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> I've just spent the last like twenty odd minutes scrolling through my phone and I have found a video. Oh, yeah, we're, near, yes. we're nearly at the break. So we're nearly. <laughs> I think we're nearly at the end of part one anyway. So, yeah, we're, uh, it's um, time for the so I, my, my regret probably hasn't came yet because I'm probably too stupid right now to regret anything. No. Uh, but I probably will later. Probably will later. <laughs> but hey, live life for now. Yeah. Um, again, Ryan Miller asks, "What's the best advice that you've ever received from your fellow ICW wrestlers that you still use to this day?" Um, that's a hard one, man. Um, uh, oh, fuck me. Don't damn insult it outside. I yeah. I, do you know? Funnily enough, uh, I get, I did get told that like last week by um, fuck who told me? Uh, D. 
right. Dave told me. So he says, Aye, mate, don't do that. He says, <laughs> don't do the moonsault. It's far too tight in there. And then that's, I went, right, okay. And he went, disobey me if you want, you know, do whatever, but maybe not. Aye. So then I done a saunter. Aye. From even higher. And still smashed it. <laughs> um, nah, it's funny, man, right? Because obviously, like, you chat and, like, you get, you know, you, you talk to people after your matches and stuff like that. And, um, but obviously, I didn't, I trained elsewhere, so I didn't train. So a lot of the stuff I've learned has been out w- with kind of ICW. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, when I'm in there, like, I'll speak to guys that have been around a lot longer than me, like yeah. BT Gun and stuff yeah. like that, and he's always willing to give feedback. Jester, uh, Dallas and stuff as well. So I can't pinpoint any specific kind of things, but these guys have been great at kind of getting me so to the kind of next level, yeah. as well, especially with interacting, like, and how to... Um, carry yourself with the fans mm-hmm. and yeah. and ICW and over 18's promotion and stuff as well do you know what I mean yeah. it's different to other things mm-hmm. uh, so just the kind of psychology behind that um, those are some guys that have been really really good uh, aye yeah so I can't pinpoint anything, anything specific but since I've came to ICW there's been guys who've been kind of pointing me in the right direction mm-hmm. and, and those are some of the Helps guys you evolve yeah. into over 18's yeah. and things like that also big ADM uh, who is a horrible, 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 horrible person. Scares the shit out of me. Horrible person, but there's a little side of me deep down within the bottom, most blackest part of my heart that loves Big ADM. Uh, he's my good pal. Uh, so he's always given me advice because he trained like when I trained at first as well. And, yeah. Uh, he's, he's always been a big influence because he's got a really great fucking mind for wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's really, he's like, meticulous and his psychology is fantastic and uh so he's he's i always like going to him to ask about stuff uh and actually i'd love to have a match with him so i'll add him in that question that i asked earlier about who i'd like to wrestle love to wrestle big adm Uh, i think we'd have a great feud man like me against the manifesto type deal or something like that man yeah plus just me and him i think we'd have good chemistry and everything so yeah so yeah and that's the only thing time i'll ever put him over because he's horrible. <laughs> um, final one just now from Ryan Miller. If you can choose to be one of your fellow wrestlers for a day, who would it be? Um, so even if it's like... Friday, sort of I know, yeah. Yeah, even if it's like if you spend... Aye, like Freaky Friday, you spend a day and... Spend a day as like, a <laughs> <laughs> Aye, could you imagine inside his mind and what goes on in there and what he thinks about on a day-to-day basis? Like... It's like fucking Charles Manson, that guy, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, so anybody for a day, it can, and it can be for any reason. It can be like you know Simon Cassidy to see what he sees, you know. Yeah. In the middle of the ring, or you know, maybe Billy Kirkwood, man. So, some of the quips oh, and all the, the patter he comes up with on commentary, man, oh, just to see how that mind looks and how yeah, these things come so out of there. Yeah. So um, and or maybe even uh, James Kennedy, just so I can have great jackets and oh, great yeah. boots and just look how shiny my boots look all the time um, I wouldn't be surprised if he like has his own little sweatshop downstairs that he just like <laughs> he, he puts all the little diamantes onto his own shoes and stuff like that yeah man got a full setup. She's wardrobe. She start making for well. <laughs> all these jackets just lined up in the wardrobe where am I, I going to wear the day I mean and it's funny enough as well, just because obviously every sort of big show, the commentators match. 
Mm-hmm. And he then has a coloured jacket. I think one year they all wore blue. Yeah. And he had a coloured jacket yeah. in blue to match. No. You know, it's, it's like Seth Rollins. All his gear, his stuff originally came from a designer that Becky knew. Oh, okay. I was doing her stuff and he, he's like, oh, well, can I get some stuff then? And that's yeah. how he comes up with all these outrageous suits. Not, yeah. There's a website you can buy these suits off of, by the way. I've seen it. Uh, aye, 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 aye. Aye. We'll get you a jacket. That's your no, new so, podcast jacket. did send it to me and then I saw the bill for it and then I changed my mind. I actually imagine JRK's wardrobe to be like, see, like the scene in Pulp like Fiction when you open a briefcase. Oh, just shiny. Yeah. Uh, when oh, you open yeah, the briefcase yeah, in Pulp Fiction yeah. and it... We good, Vincent? We yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine his wardrobe to be similar when you open the wardrobe, it's like, oh, I like Oshang. Like Elton John turning up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> they are cracking jackets. Do you know who's... This just popped into my mind, but it kind of harples back to the, one of the other questions you asked oh, yeah. me about. It just popped into my mind about gear. And like, I'm a pure, huge Metal Gear Solid mark. Yes! And... Cody Rhodes came out one time with like yeah, the Metal Gear, Gear 3 like Big Boss. Oh, it was so fucking cool, man. Because that's like, I've been thinking, like, how can I incorporate like an MGS themed like gear? Uh, and then he came out with that, and it's like, that is uh, that's class. Suits, no, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Metal Gear 3, the eye patch, maybe. Yeah. Five in there with the reds. Yeah, man. Yeah. Box. I yeah. once dressed up as. Uh, box. Just oh, yeah. Just the cardboard box. I couldn't even walk down in the match. Like, I'll just... When my, my, my opponent turns around, I'll, like, get in the box, then they, like, wouldn't be able to see me, like, the way they... Yeah, aye, aye, aye. Pop it. I can, I can see you doing that on a family show. <laughs> I would love I that. Could, I, I would love I, that. I think actually one family show, Stevie James Chase Kez, actually it was the Lionheart final uh, PWE show, he chased mm-hmm. Kez with a, a jumbo. Just run air, run the ring. Like the just, I you just like hitting kids with this big massive jumbo. So <laughs> I just fought it and just started running about there. Plus it was him. No. I like seeing that. It sounds daft because you've seen that a bit where Adam Cole did it with like Halo and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen you putting some of that kind of video game into Yeah, New, New yeah. Day as well. Yeah. New, New Day. Day yeah. Uh, they're um, Thor and Loki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His was cool, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving seeing stuff like this, but I Metal Gear, mate. Dirt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try and hang us up. I'll try and hang us up. Um, Declan Johnson again says the tattoo on your chest is a belter. Oh, is thank you, Declan. Uh, is it the uh, the eagle? Yeah. So obviously, I kind of mentioned earlier that I spent a lot. Of, well, basically, almost a year. Uh, I think it was a year, twelve months. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in Scotland. I was on a cruise ship in America, and it was amazing. But. Uh, we were one of the kind of first cruise ships to go back that, like, from the basic, from COVID. Yeah. So, for the first six months, like, we couldn't get off the ship, man. It was like a fucking floating prison. I know. I know uh, an entertainer on a cruise ship. Uh, and they, 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 Oh, it was yeah. mental. And then, because of that, there was also restrictions on board. So, not only can you not get off, but there's restrictions on board. Ah, like, oh, it was crazy, man. Like. Yeah. So, um, then obviously we did get off and we could go to all these amazing places and I could do all the flips on the beaches that I want to do. <laughs> uh, so I can't I can't complain. Um, so the second half of it was really amazing. Um, but spending a long... Like I say, I've got four brothers uh, and I've got ten nieces and nephews between them all. Like, my mum and dad were a big family. and like uh, So spending time away from, from them and home and... Like, Scotland, man, like, 
I've never been one of those people who's like, I fucking hate my, I hate my area. I hate this. I yeah. want to leave, blah, blah. Like, I always kind of had an appreciation of like, what's on my doorstep and like, I'm quite outdoorsy. I love going camping. I love traveling. Done the North Coast 500. Nice. Uh, obviously, the natural, the tree on my thing, on my truck, my, my gear and all that. That's like special. That's a meaning to me as well. Like, that's, that's like, I've not mentioned yet, so I mentioned it and I wasn't going to, but I'm a vegan as well. So uh, yeah, sure. that uh, so it took me like what and how long ever to, to mention. Usually people tell you within two seconds as a vegan or not. Um, but you know what I mean? That all kind of ties in. Like yeah. my missus, she's a yoga teacher, so like all the kind of like in in like I that so that's what the kind of what the tree mean is like tree of life as well and like um, so that's kind that's that's a wee tangent there, but that's like kind of why the symbol on my my my, my tights and like the. This, the tree of life has a lot of different meanings as well like yeah. strength and knowledge and, and like life and death and all that so it's all the kind of weird shit that I'm into as well so it just makes sense for me but the, the tattoo on my chest is, is an eagle it's a, a golden eagle um, no it's not that's that's a lie it's um, <laughs> it's oh fuck uh, it is a well, it can't be that special, I can't remember. You're going to have to cut this bit, but that's fine. Fuck, it's... You can just run the question again if you want. Aye, aye, sound. Um, no, you can just you can just. Ah, you can just. Ah, so even if aye. you just go. Uh, uh, so the tattoo on my chest. Uh, aye, so the tattoo on my chest. Uh, I have yeah. Hold on, I'm going to Google this. I did notice, and this sounds so bad, right? But the golden eagle's the American one, and it's not the American one. <laughs> <laughs> the American one, the bald eagle. No. Maybe it is. Ah, the, the American one's the, the bald eagle. Bald eagle. Or maybe I was right then, and just cause golden. I thought America. I'll just put in some musical interludes while we're waiting. Oh, that's a fucking golden eagle. Oh. I knew it. I was right and I just embarrassed myself. <laughs> 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 right, we'll just uh, go for this. Aye, right, aye so the tattoo on your chest. So, aye, so the tattoo on my chest is uh, a golden eagle. So I was thinking, like, I was wanting to get a new tattoo when I was over there to kind of represent home because yeah. I, was, I was homesick towards the end. I uh, missed my family and stuff and... Like, I, I love being Scottish, man. I'm, like, very patriotic. Um, and I wanted something to represent that. And I thought of all the kind of Celtic things, Celtic knots, or, like, soul tires, or line rampants, or this or that. But, like, they're very old school, uh, and they've been done a lot. So I was wanting to think of something a bit different. And, obviously, an ego is a very traditional tattoo style, which is cool, which I like. Uh, but I didn't... I was kind of looking, like, national things that represent Scotland and I kind of stumbled upon the Golden Eagle yeah. which is the kind of like it's the unofficial national bird of Scotland and then I looked up a bit about it and how it's like a predator and things like that and I thought that's cool that's fucking yeah. cool it's badass man yeah and then obviously you know the whole wrestling thing and that like um, kind of fits with the character as well like I was reading up about it so um, so yeah that's where it came from Uh so I got it tattooed, but actually, so I went and got it. I got it done at Rock and Roll Tattoo oh, in right. Glasgow. Okay. Um, but the guy who done it, Sebastian, uh, is also a big Lord of the Rings fan, uh, and I'm a big Lord of the Rings uh, mark as well. Right. Sweet, uh, sweet, sweet. So he actually kind of based it. You know the giant eagles yeah, yeah, and and Lord of the Rings. He kind of based it off of one of them as well, because well, it's obviously a golden eagle. They're not necessarily golden eagles, but they they basically I, are. They're they basically are. giant golden I eagles. So he based it off of that. So there's a little bit of that thrown in there, which is cool because, like, I'm a pure Lord of the Rings mark. Um, so yeah, it's, it's basically it represents Scotland to me, um, and like, and even like if you read up on, I'm not going into it, but like, if you read up on like Golden Eagles and um, 
it kind of the things they kind of represent for me ties into like what Scotland represents yeah. and how who we are as a people. That so yeah, cool. that's that. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Thank you. No, that's cool. Interesting, really good. One. Wait, so hold on a minute. It's Friday night, and you're sitting here, and there's an episode of Rings of Power out there. You can't. Oh mate, right. So I watched the first episode. <laughs> Have you watched it? You I've seen the last one yet. Right. So I was so excited, right, and I watched the first episode, and I was disappointed, man. Oh. Right. I, I told. I said like, because me and my missus watched it, and she's more Harry Potter than Lord of the Rings, right? But I'm more Lord of the Rings than Harry Potter. Actually, I didn't actually watch all the Harry Potters until. She, Aye, ma- she made me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were fucking good, man. Like, even the first ones are a bit kiddie friendly, but the last ones are epic, man. They're fucking good. Um, so I've watched. Uh, I watched the first episode, so it's like I'm going to stick with it, man. I promise. I'm going to, but I've not got around to it. But I, if it gets better, I will watch it. Right. Okay. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Fair dues. Fair dues. Just go for it. Aye. Go for it, man. Right. Fair. Cool. Sorry for interrupting you. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, one final question before we move on to ten count. Take a break. Get some food, and then get into a more serious part two, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Declan Johnson always asks this question. He actually says same every single. Says podcast <laughs> might be in a new era. Years. We're still getting on it. Favourite flavour of Monster Munch? Or a favourite crisp of all time? He said, you can't beat a wee pack of skips. Oh, <laughs> mate, this is my this is my ultimate question. I'm the biggest crisp fiend you'll ever meet, Do not man. encourage him, oh, please. I love, a, I love a crisp. Them. Crisps over chocolate, crisps over sweet, any day of the week. Uh, I'll have to give you a rundown, man. <laughs> to, answer, <laughs> to answer this first question, uh, pickled onion, without a doubt. Uh, flaming hot, close second. It's funny that I don't even have to think about these things uh, from <laughs> such a probably a weird question for most people, not for me. Um, Pringles, salt and vinegar and prawn cocktail are the two best flavours. Um, pickled onion uh, space raiders are an all-time classic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, salt and vinegar McCoys, yeah. one of the best. I can't eat them anymore, but cheese McCoys and were fucking great as well. Um, right now, like if I'm trying to be healthy... I love a little uh, just ready salted pop chip dipped in, ah, dipped in hummus. Ah, yeah. You ever dipped in hummus? Do you like hummus? Mm. Mate, see if you, dip, leave, see if you dip them in hummus. Game changer. Aye. Brilliant. Aye. Uh, what else have I got? <laughs> <laughs> Pure most in-depth question is talking about wrestling <laughs> that I've answered. Yeah. Or, honestly, but... Because the thing is, is like, cause if you're hungry, <coughs> you kind of just go and have sweeties oh, all the time. But you can have crisps any time of the day. Morning, afternoon, night. Absolutely. Do you know what Fucking I mean? Fucking Pringles for breakfast the day. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's for breakfast yesterday. Oh, yes, man. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if, we, if, you, if he wants to do a podcast with a bit, a bit crisp, me and just him, I could do that any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Don't encourage him. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually, I'll ask one of these other ones that he's no oh, ass, but he always does. <laughs> Pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Oh. Nah, man. Oh. I can't, do you know, I can't say I've ever tried it, but I just wouldn't. I just, no, no. That's great. Fucking olive one? No. I get like sweet and salted and, or like sweet and sour or this or that, but like pineapple, I just, nah, man, not for me. Not for me. 
pineapple. I could be proved wrong if I ever tried it, but I just not willing to. <laughs> it's still the other pizza this show. juncture in my life. You know what I mean? We're just uh, we're going to enter this next tin kit. We're going to order some pizza. <laughs> and it'll be, uh, any extra toppings? I put lots of pineapple. pineapple. <laughs> just one, especially instructions. One piece of pineapple, please. Mate, I'll go out there and slash your tiles. <laughs> <laughs> right. right so we are heading into the break uh, end of part one probably if not god knows what episode this will be um, Kirsten will be doing the 10 count in a few moments with that answer to that question I don't think this 10 count is going to be 10 quick fire <laughs> well you never know but I'm going to say it's a 9 count because one of them would put well, a pretty much no already. answer to already but yeah. so tell well, me ask it anyway. what is the 10 count Kirsten so you want me to just rattle these off as quick yes. as I can? Is that the idea? Send. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. You see this as if, as if it's kind of hard to explain. Right. I've got ten quick either-ors. <laughs> um, I want a quick answer. Um, no thinking about it. Cool. All right. So, pizza, thin and crispy or deep pan? Thin and crispy. Chocolate or crisps? Crisps. Action movie or horror movie? Action movie. Tables, le- le- ladders, ladders <laughs> or chairs match? Ladders, ladders. Square go match, number one or number 30? Number one. Favourite flavour of popcorn? Salted. Which movie have you seen the most? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. What is your favourite band or singer? Uh, Mike Edward Romance. Nice. What song can you currently not stop listening to? I, oh, uh, 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 Metallica. Um, um, <laughs> Master of Puppets. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and in the Titanic movie, Jack and Rose, was there space for two on the door? Of course there was. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's your thing. Oh, Thank sweet, you. sweet. Awesome. Right, well, as I said, I think we'll stop up here for a little bit. Um, break, get some food, water, whatever your, your poison is. Sweet. Um, everyone that's listening on, thank you very much. Keep your eyes peeled in other usual places, socials, whatever. And part two will be with you fairly soon. Until next time. Hey. Swine. Craig Anthony, part one over and done. As I said in the episode, there itself. Not sure why, but we did anyway. Don't forget to check us out all the usual places and of course the Asylum Breaking Ground series. We've got the Girdles Edition episodes coming out. Some great new and exciting faces and names coming that way too. We'll catch you next time. Follow us in all the usual places and again please don't forget to check out Craig Anthony on all these socials too.